Welcome to the very first episode of Songwriter, a podcast that turns stories into songs. My name is Ben Arthur, and joining me is Rob Reinhardt from Acoustic Cafe. Hi, Rob. Hi, Ben. So you have this interesting concept. We all have stories. All of us have stories inside us, and you are going around collecting stories, and then you as a songwriter are approaching other songwriters sometimes, and yourself in this case, to create songs based on the stories you've collected. That's right. Every song starts as a moment of inspiration, a response to something that a songwriter runs into. We're just sort of curating that process. You have some wonderful writers in this uh, first season. Tell us some of the people who joined you. We have amazing writers, including Roxanne Gay. Tape punches the model in the gut and I feel tingly all over. And then someone's knuckles connect with my face and I can taste blood in the back of my throat. Joyce Carol Oates. Even now, 14 years later, a muscle constricts in her heart. Can't breathe, can't breathe. Love comes too strong. And newcomers like Rita Mullaney. Uh, Jose, cleaner, he retired. I said, then why is he dead in the fucking precinct? He said, well, he lived here. That sounds like some fascinating storytelling. Now, you also have some wonderful musicians who have answered the songs. Who are they? Musical guests include Ted Leo. Vienna Tang. And many, many others. And you are actually doing the song for the very first episode. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I thought if I'm going to ask this of all these other artists, I'd better be willing to take the risk myself. And so I did. And our first story is brought to us by a best-selling author who's written about an unlicensed tiger farm in New Jersey and an African record store in Paris and was once played by Meryl Streep in a movie based on her life. My name is Susan Orlean. I'm the author of The Orchid Thief and Rintintin and countless other books and magazine stories. A few years ago, in the wake of a painful divorce, Susan was traveling in Cambodia. On a visit to the temple of Angkor Wat, she saw an old man reading someone's palm. Susan is a hardened skeptic and does not believe in palm readings. I'm not a believer in astrology, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of um, adamantly not a believer. But there was something about this man Fighting the impulse to consult the palmist, Susan tours the temple but finds herself irresistibly drawn back. He looked up and he said, I knew you'd come back. And I sat down and he took my palm and he began telling me about what he saw in my future. And a lot of it was about work. And at that point in my life, all I really wondered about was romance. I said, but am I gonna meet someone? He said, at the new year, you'll meet someone. Soon after, Susan returned to her home in New York City, and as the new year approached, she couldn't help remembering what the old man told her. A friend invited Susan to her place for New Year's Eve. And I remember walking into the room and scanning the room and realizing I knew everybody there and none of them were gonna be people who were gonna end up um, being someone I was gonna fall in love with. 
This is both disappointing and a relief, as she knows now that the old man was just a fraud. Total fraud, just what I thought. Life was was very logical, and, and this certainly couldn't be that somebody, some stranger in a dusty corner of a of an ancient temple could tell me what was going to happen in my life. A few weeks later, Susan is set up on a blind date. She wasn't very excited about it, as the only thing she knew about the man was that he was an investment banker. But when she meets him, she realizes she may have been too hasty in her judgment. He really is a nice guy in spite of being an investment banker. And we talk for hours about Faulkner, about literature. You know, it was just an absolutely intoxicating conversation that literally lasted for hours and hours and hours. The very next morning, a friend invites Susan to a party. I said, oh, really? What's the occasion? She said, well, you know, it's Chinese New Year. He meant the Chinese New Year. That's what he meant. He said, you're going to meet someone at the New Year. And it hadn't even occurred to me that his new year was not my new year. I think I almost burst into tears. Whatever the old man in Cambodia knew or didn't know, the investment banker became Susan's husband and the father of her son. I've never been back to Cambodia, but I have this strange conviction that I would go back to Angkor Wat and wander among the temples and come upon that little dusty corner and he would be there, and he would say again, I knew you'd come back. That's a powerful and beautiful story. Ben, uh, tell me the first details about this. I mean, this thing is rich with details. Were there certain ones that, as a songwriter, you picked out and you said, those are the things that I'm going to be able to hang this song on? Yeah, I mean, immediately the, the the New Year's Day thing resonated with me um that was the first thing that to me was like oh yeah there's probably a hook around that right do you think that this man who is in her story do you think that he actually uh predicted susan's future stranger things have happened i mean no (laughs) probably not but you know as human beings we consecrate our lives with with stories we we embroider and create these narratives that uh make sense you know around the things that have happened to us or the things that we have made happen you know it's interesting though because as a creator of those stories i just sort of went yeah okay i can believe that that that's called magic (laughs) that happens all the time yeah sure i don't mind i got a song out of it it is called new year's day and this is Uh, An answer to Susan Orlean's story. Retreat on worn out feet. I find my 
myself in the temple Pretending I don't care Embarrassed, plain and simple Anyone could say I'm ripped apart I'm like a child with a broken heart I know echoes only speak in silence But there's nothing left to say In the stillness after violence I wait to see my song, New Year's Day, written in response to a story from Susan Orlean. Susan has just published The Library Book, and it's already a bestseller. You can find it anywhere that books are sold. The next episode of Songwriter will feature a reading from Gary Steingart from his bestseller, Lake Success, and a song written in response by Alyssa LeCoque of the band Kodachrome. <laughs> 